time now to uh, say good morning to our market analyst Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Welcome. Hello. Top of the morning to you, Sakina, and the rest of the AM Live listeners. Top of the morning to you, my sister. Thank you so much. Now, Clive, Asian markets mostly higher this morning, with uh, Japan slightly under as the yen strength uh, compromises exports. It was a difficult start for the Asian markets this early morning, following some strong performance in the U.S., uh, uh, particularly uh, having a look at what the uh, Dow Jones had done and, and the S&P 500 as well. So, obviously, that would have started a positive note, but obviously when the U.S. Uh, economy is uh, strong and the, the, the markets are very strong, it sometimes pulls away from what happens in the Asian markets. However, they remain relatively Sakina, as you saw, and the Japanese uh, as well markets. Uh, unfortunately, in a decline slightly, particularly if you look at uh, what's happening with the Nikkei, which is down by 0.89%, and also the, uh, the Hong Kong uh, 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 exchange as well there, down by 0.5%. The Shanghai Composite also in China, down by 0.14%. The reason behind this is because, uh, firstly, with the Japanese, is the fact that, obviously, we had the yen strengthened against the dollar. Uh, a stronger yen is generally bad news, unfortunately, for the Japanese uh, companies as it exports more expensive and lower uh, repatriated profits earned, which are overseas. So that does turn to be a little bit of a problem for the Japanese stocks. However, if you look at, on average, uh, the totality, if you look at the Asian market, the S&P, uh, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the MSCI Asia-Pacific, uh, is slightly in the positive uh, with just about 0.29%. We saw the Australia's ASX 200 also gaining uh, another 30 basis points there, which is quite positive. And the healthcare stock index, which you never look at, uh, but it's also a combination of healthcare companies within the Australian uh, uh, stock exchange, which are all obviously added on to this. And they all make up a amount of, uh, so that they were up by about 2.63% at the back of some good results. Uh, that came from Main Pharma Group, uh, which also included some very good positive uh, returns there. So, all in all, it's a, it's a bag of mixed uh, uh, content, Sakina, uh, something that somebody would call a mixed masala <laughs> in the Asian market, unfortunately. <laughs> Indeed it is. And uh, just looking at what's happening in Nigeria, Clive, uh, Clive um, the Blue Collar um, Oil Union, and I see they've begun a three-day strike there. It's a warning strike. And they're protesting against job cuts at oil companies, including uh, Chevron and Exxon. Yeah, it's a story that we haven't actually been... We, I, I followed it a little bit just before the start of the festive season. And then also it seemed to be exasperated by the fact that the oil prices continued to come back. And when those prices came back, the workers believed that those profits should be also trickling down to their earnings. And so why is it that these companies must cut down on jobs? Let's just go back to a little bit of a reality that we realized at the summit. And we were talking about it, and we were all excited. Uh, so, you know, the good news when oil prices go down, obviously, is that we have a positive effect because the petrol price tends to also go down. However, the ripple effect is that we've got situations where um, companies that are in the oil industry cut jobs, just like what happens in the mining sector. So the goal of the strike is a nationwide shutdown of gasoline stations, fuel depots, and loading bays. 
um, and, and what happens is that the member of the members of the union of the petroleum and natural gas workers uh, or NUPING, as they're also known, uh, have gone on to strike to say that government must do something and government is due to mediate talks between union leaders and oil company officials uh, later uh, today. We also mentioned the fact that the filling stations in Abuja and the commercial hub of Lagos uh, remained open early in the day. These are the economic ripple effects uh, that take place when the oil price is not going back to those prices that we're used to uh, at about $100 a barrel. And so they're starting to, unfortunately, uh, squeeze out the profits out of these oil companies and the alternative is for them to actually cut down on jobs. If we can talk about where Nigeria was, Akina, uh, not so long ago, they were the number one uh, economic uh, in, uh, uh, hub in, in Africa. Uh, the GDP number was positive. However, all that has gone sideways, unfortunately, uh, following that oil slump prices in prices. And so what is taking place now is that they actually have fallen to number four on the continent just behind Egypt. So it's a very, very sad story, and we'll keep updating you, obviously, as it unfolds. Certainly. We'll keep uh, an eye on those developments. Clive, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again tomorrow morning. That was our market analyst, Clive Ntozabandu Ramatibela.